The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. I'm Dr. Rich Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success, and welcome to the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast, the podcast where we chit-chat, we give great advice for your dental office, we recommend products and services that you'll love, and maybe most of all, we do mystery shopper calls on every podcast, which people just seem to love. I think we get more comments about our mystery shopper calls than anything else. So thanks so much for being with me here today. And I am craving, I mean craving, a Choco Taco. What the heck is a Choco Taco? Well, I have to admit, I've never had a Choco Taco before, but today I'm craving one. And I think you might know why that is. And that is because after many years of being on the market, I think they were sold at like amusement parks and from ice cream stands and maybe some specialty grocers and fast food outlets. Um, Klondike, the manufacturer of Choco Tacos, has decided to take them off the market so they won't be making any more Choco Tacos. This has caused a frenzy of people going on social media and complaining. Um, Somebody's actually offered to buy just the Choco Taco division from Unilever. People are hoarding Choco Tacos. It's been a Choco Taco frenzy. What the heck is a Choco Taco? Well, from what I've seen, it's kind of like a Nutty Buddy where you've got the ice cream and the cone and and then the chocolate and then the nuts and all the good stuff on top. But as the inventor of Choco Taco said, when you eat a Nutty Buddy, you get all that stuff at the beginning, then you're just left with the vanilla ice cream and cone for like 90% of your ice cream eating experience. With the Choco Taco, you get all the good stuff in every bite. Why the heck am I even talking about this on the dental practice fixers? Well, it's because when it was announced that the Choco Taco was taken off the market, there was a frenzy to buy them up, to get them to complain, to, to um, start petitions saying, bring back the Choco Taco. Why? Well, it was one of Dr. Robert Cialdini's principles of influence. Dr. Robert Cialdini is probably the most world-renowned researcher, writer, and teacher on influence. What are things that influence others to do things that we want them to do? Of course, in the dental practice, we want to influence our patients to do things such as care about their dental health by great brushing and flossing and coming in for their regular preventive visits. We want them to refer their friends and family. We want them to say yes to their treatment. We want them to show up on time for their appointments, not be a financial problem. All these things are things that we want to influence our patients to do. So it's really important that we understand Dr. Cialdini's principles of influence. Now, in the case of the Choco Taco, the principle was scarcity. That's one of his six principles. When we sense something is scarce, we're influenced to want that product or service or whatever it is. So there's a great sense of scarcity. Choco Talkers are going off the market. I won't be able to get them anymore. Now, all of a sudden, they're in the media. People are hoarding them. They're trying to come up with methods to, to make um, Klondike produce more Choco Tacos, whatever, all due to scarcity. People went nuts because of perceived scarcity of Choco Tacos. So some of Dr. Cialdini's other, I'll tell you all six 
of its principles and influence. They are reciprocity, consistency, social proof, authority, liking, and scarcity. Now, dentistry, scarcity, I don't think we're really going to be that concerned about scarcity. We're certainly not going to say to a patient, well, you know, we only there are only 10 crowns left. So if you don't get one now, you might be missing out. Um, I mean, some people would say the scarcity of appointment time is important in influencing patients to make their appointments. But the, the one to me that I think is the most important in the dental practice is reciprocity. And I think it's actually the most important of his six principles of influence. Once again, they're reciprocity, consistency, social proof, authority, liking, and scarcity. Reciprocity is so important in the dental practice. I talk about it all the time. You've probably heard me talk about reciprocity many times. And that is because if we want our patients to do all the things that we just mentioned, um, be concerned about their dental health and their overall health. So they brush and floss at home. They come in for their preventive visits. Um, they, they take our treatment recommendations seriously and schedule for that crown, for that scaling and replaning, whatever it is. They love our office so much that they refer others. They show up on time and on and on and on. Well, sure, we want our patients to do this, but it starts with us. It starts with the principle of reciprocity, meaning that if we want them to do things, we need to do things first so that they reciprocate and do the nice things for our office. I mean, for example, if we don't consistently run on time, if we schedule a patient for an appointment and then show them that we don't care about their time or we don't really care about, um, you know, we think our time is more important than theirs or whatever by running late all the time. Well, why would they reciprocate by showing up on time for their appointments? Why would they reciprocate by telling their friends and family and coworkers, this is the greatest dental office? It starts with us doing things like running on time, being truly concerned about our patients, doing the night calls that we all know we should do, um, making sure their visits are truly pain-free, not being pushy about treatment, but cultivating trust and a relationship, explaining everything to them in plain English, being gentle, being considerate, being courteous, the way we answer our phones, the way we treat patients when they walk in, being enthusiastic to see them. All these things are going to make them know that we have a great dental practice, and then in turn, they should reciprocate and refer others to us. So remember, and you know, another one of his principles, liking, of course, likability is so important. We want our patients to like us. And how do we do that? Well, we do it by demonstrating that they're just not a number or a tooth number to us. They're a real person. We want to have a real conversation with them, get to know them as people, learn about what makes them tick, learn about their hobbies and their fun things and their families and you know what they do for a living, all these things, instead of just treating them like a tooth. So that's part of likability. Authority, of course, that's important. I, you know, we need to be confident instead of dilly-dallying around and being wishy-washy about treatment. I love this simple phrase. Um, I know what the problem is, and we know how to fix it. We know how to take care of it, whatever it is, instead of being wishy-washy and presenting 15 different options. So again, I'm talking about a bunch of Dr. Cialdini's um, points of influence, his principles of influence, but really the most important one in dentistry is reciprocity. If you go on our website, matto.com, I think we actually have some of my um, recorded webinars on there, including one about how to make the first visit extraordinary for a patient. So go check it out. This is all part of reciprocity. Okay. That's all I want to say about that for now. I wanted to keep it brief, but I, I thought it was really interesting that um, due to scarcity, people were going nuts about the Choco Taco. And we should, because of that, understand Dr. Cialdini's 
Principles of Influence. You should definitely read one or many of his books. His last name is spelled C-I-A-L-D-I-N-I. He's got Principles of Influence, Persuasion, Persuasion. These are all great books. So check them out on, on paperback, on Kindle, on audiobooks, however you like to take in your information, which is another topic that I find really interesting. So how different people take in different different information differently. And something sometimes that's good to realize about our patients. You know, some people like to be told, some people like to be shown, some people like a lot of detail, some people don't like a lot of detail. And again, this is all part of learning about the patient through the normal chit chat that we do. So I feel like I'm going off of maybe way too many tangents here for a podcast, but go check out some of those webinars we have recorded on mado.com, M-A-D-O-W.com. So as I mentioned several times, I think one of Dr. Cialdini's principles of influence is social proof. And, you know, when we say social these days, we're always thinking of social media. And that's definitely one form of social proof. But social proof, do others like this dental office? Do others like this Chaco Taco? Do others like this car brand? Whatever it is, social proof is really important. And that's why it's important to get a lot of reviews on your dental office. Um, for your dental office. So when people Google you, they'll see a lot of reviews, 200 five-star reviews. That's social proof. Word of mouth. Are you going to impress a patient so much that they'll go talk about you to their friends and coworkers? That's social proof. So social proof is really important in growing your dental practice. And one of the reasons I'm talking about social proof is, as you know, I always love to talk about stacks credit card processing on our podcast because they are absolutely the best way to save money on autopilot every single month in your dental practice because they don't charge that nasty overage percentage. They just charge a flat and very low monthly fee. So I'm going to offer up some social proof. We use Stacks at the Matto Center. We've been doing it for years. We love it because their tech is great. Their customer service is great. The switch was painless and seamless. We kind of made one phone call then didn't have to do anything else. It was on autopilot but we save money every single month. We have hundreds, maybe thousands of practices that we've recommended Stacks to, and they're using it successfully. So that's your social proof. Check it out at mado.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W.com slash S-A-V-E. And you can learn how to use Stacks in your office. So every time a patient pays with a credit card for the processing, you're just paying a low, flat monthly fee. Okay, good stuff there. Now, I don't like to call this the main event, but what the heck, let's call it the main event, the mystery shopper calls. I want to do something kind of simple. I've done this one before, but I think it's very telling. That is calling an office and saying, do you do cosmetic dentistry? Can you provide cosmetic dental services? I can't say I'm a big fan of the phrase cosmetic dentistry. I think all dentistry should be cosmetic. It's like, do you do cosmetic dentistry? No, we do ugly dentistry. You want cosmetic dentistry? Go see that other dentist down the street. That's not the way it works. We're all doing cosmetic dentistry. But I think we know what it means if a patient calls or, you know, contacts our office in any form and says, do you do cosmetic dentistry? It probably means they want some kind of improvement to their smile. They're not happy with the way their teeth look and they want them to be improved. So a patient is calling asking about cosmetic dentistry. This is a patient, we should we should take all of our patients seriously when they call, of course, but this is a patient who may be looking for some major treatment that's typically not covered by insurance. This is a patient we should get on our schedule for a consult right away. Somebody calls asking about cosmetic dentistry. Let's get them on the schedule right away. So let's do a few calls here. What happened when we called dental practices and asked about cosmetic dentistry? Okay, 
Call number one. Thank you for reaching Dental Health Center. To speak with a receptionist, please press one. To speak with their manager, please press two. I pressed one. Good morning, dental office. Speaking. Uh, how do you do uh, cosmetic dentistry there? Um, like veneers and yeah, things exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly. Veneer, veneers, exactly, exactly. E- yes, we do, Doctor. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, if I have um, my, like my front teeth don't look really nice, and I heard about veneers, how would that whole thing work? Well, the first initial visit, we would have to come in and uh, for a consult to see if you're a candidate. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And, and if I am a candidate... And then take it from there. Got it. If I am a candidate, um, how much would I expect that to cost? And is that is that a covered service or do I have to pay for that? It's roughly between 12 and 14 per tooth, 100 per tooth. Per, for each tooth. Okay. I, that, that sounds yeah. about right. Sounds reasonable. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you so much then. You're welcome. No problem. Enjoy okay. your day. Oh, you too. Okay. You have a great one. Okay. Bye. Oh, uh, no. Bye-bye. Okay. No Bye. problem. Enjoy your day. I have no idea who you are. I didn't even attempt to get you on the schedule or get your name and contact information, but no problem. Enjoy your day. Well, I got to admit she was friendly. I liked her enthusiasm. Um, the information she gave was pretty decent. I thought she had a real opportunity when pretty much right off the bat, she said, well, we need to determine that at your first initial visit. That's kind of redundant, first initial visit, but who cares? That's that's just an RM thing. Um, but what an opportunity for her to say, let's get you on the schedule. Well, you asked a great question. Yes, we do veneers here and other types of cosmetic dentistry. We need to determine what type of treatment you need at your first visit. Let's schedule you for that. Are you available tomorrow at 12.30 p.m.? Whatever. Perfect opportunity. She could she could have segued right into that, but she didn't. Um, and then I didn't know what else to do. She kind of just stopped and said nothing. So I asked about the fees. I mean, you know, that's what a patient might be thinking. So I asked about it. She told me the fees. I said, that sounds reasonable. Again, I'm saying that's what I expect to pay. That sounds reasonable. And then she made no attempt to schedule me and just said, have a nice day. So, wow, um, not, not good. She did a lot of things right, but she really, really did not do the main thing right, which was get the patient on the schedule. Okay, that was fun, I guess. Maybe not for them. Let's try another. Dental studio. Uh, hi, do you provide uh, cosmetic dental services there? Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, so, what, are you look, what are you looking to have done? Well, I've heard about veneers. They're like, um, you know, like the little coverings because some of my front yeah. teeth don't look that great. So that's something you would do? Absolutely. And we could give you a couple of options to do it out of bonding or to do it out of porcelain. So once we see you, we could tell you what might be the better option for you. Oh, that's good to know. So what are the differences yeah. between those? So uh, with the with the cosmetic bonding, that uh, that's more conservative. You're not cutting any of the tooth down. You're usually you're applying it right on the tooth, so it's done in one visit without any freezing. Uh, we lightly prep the tooth. We add uh, using different colors and uh, opegers, and we match things to uh, seamlessly to the rest of the dentition. Or we can go wider if you're doing several teeth. You can actually go more vibrant if you like. Uh, it's it's a lot more conservative, uh, whereas a porcelain veneer. Uh, 
um, if there's not a lot of stress on your teeth, uh, you can, the bonding is the way to go. If there's a lot of stress and breakdown on your teeth, you may want to consider the porcelain veneer. With that, uh, we prepare the tooth, we take an impression, we send it to the lab, the lab makes these veneers, and then you come back and they're cemented in place. I see. Okay. So much, much bigger procedure, but... It's yeah. a much bigger procedure. That's exactly right. right. Wow. You're very knowledgeable. It's also, yeah. well, but that's because you're speaking to the dentist who, I'm Dr. and I happen to answer the phone, so... Oh. <laughs> yes. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, great. we're just we're starting with our patients shortly, so you got me. You got you. Uh, it's great that I have a chance to chat with you because I can kind of give you the information that you need. Yeah, very cool. I I think I understand, and I'm so glad you answered. Thank you so much for all of that. Uh, you're welcome. Did you want to come in for a consultation? Um, I'll tell you what. Let me let me take this all in, and um, I will let you know. But I, I'm glad you answered the phone, and I, I really appreciate all that knowledge. Okay, and um, what's your name? Rick Martin. Rick Martin. Okay, Rick. And uh, when was your de last dental visit? Oh, maybe a little over a year ago. And and uh, um, have you had have you ever had bonding done before? I had like a, a filling in a front tooth that they said was bonded. I believe. And who who uh, have you seen in the past? What dentist have I seen? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not comfortable giving that information out over the phone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and who uh, referred you to us? I just, I was just looking on Yelp, to be honest. Oh, on Yelp. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's some information yeah. for you. Give hopefully that'll give you some guidance. Oh, it really did. It was great. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Okay. Have bye. a good one. You too. Bye. Oh, that was interesting. The dentist answering the phone is always scary. I mean, she didn't identify herself as the dentist at first, but she didn't have to. She was friendly, good enthusiasm. I thought she got way too technical in her explanations of all these different things. She's talking about opaquers. She's using the word, dent the word dentition. It was a bit much. Um, I thought kind of TMI. I didn't really need that much information about the technical differences between bonding and veneers. But then I'll give her some credit. After that explanation, she said, would you like to make an appointment for a consultation? So that was good. That was good. Um, so now, look, let's face it. I, I kind of said no. I not, didn't kind of said no. I definitely said no. If I had said, yes, I'd like to make an appointment, boom, that call would have been a winner. Despite some of the things she didn't do that great, that call would have been a winner. But I hesitated. And then it got really awkward. She started asking me all these awkward questions um, how long has it been? Who have you seen? Uh, I, I just didn't feel comfortable with, with that. I thought that she was kind of, she kind of felt this patient slipping away and was starting to get desperate and begging a little bit. The funny thing is she asked how I heard about her and I said, yep, well, I, she, she had pretty crappy reviews on Yelp. So I think she, you can feel a little bit of tension when I said Yelp. It was like, oh no, you saw those reviews. So in any case, um, she did some things right. Besides getting way too technical, she did offer the consultation appointment. And as I said, if I would have scheduled and the call ended there, that would have been great. So let's give doctor, who actually answered the phone, a lot of credit. But then I thought she just got a little awkward and creepy, which I really didn't like. And I wasn't ready to appoint and I probably won't call back. So some good, some bad with that one. Okay, let's do one more here. We're calling.
Dentistry. In order for us to get you the best team member to serve you, please select from the following menu. If you are considering becoming a new patient of our office, we are so glad you called. Please press 1. If you are an existing patient, thank you for trusting us with your dental care. Please press 2. If you are not a patient and wish to speak to our office team, please press 3. I push 3. Your call may what be recorded for quality and training purposes. Dentistry, this is how may I help you? Hi, do you do cosmetic dentistry there? Um, cosmetic dentistry? Um, for this office, cosmetic dentistry, what exactly are you looking for? Well, I have some teeth that, you know, aren't, aren't really attractive. They don't look good when I smile, and I was thinking about getting them fixed so they look better. Okay, then yes. Um, that is something that we can help you with. Great, great, great. And I've heard about veneers. Like, um, do you, is that something you do there? Um, it just depends. It's on a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, the doctor would evaluate and then discuss what your needs are and then come up with a game plan with you from there on um, what would be best suited, um, long-term, and things like that. I uh, gotcha. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much then. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. 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 I like the mm bye. Now notice I didn't I wasn't asking if I need veneers. I just asked if they did veneers. So she kind of um started saying, Well, I can't tell you if you need veneers, blah, blah, blah. But they do veneers there. I think she should have answered, Yes, of course we do veneers and they're fantastic. We get beautiful results. But of course the best thing is to determine if that's the right treatment for you. She kind of I don't know. I thought she was very off-putting when I asked if they do cosmetic dentistry. She was like, um, uh, in this office? What? Cosmetic dentistry in this office? Uh, and then kind of left it to me to describe what I wanted. So that was a little bit awkward. Um, again, not not horrible, but no, no effort whatsoever to get the appointment scheduled. So bad, bad, bad ending. Look, I hope that you are listening to these at team meetings and taking notes. And, you know, maybe we'll get a chuckle or two out of these calls. But let's make sure that we're learning from these calls so that we don't make the same mistakes in our practice. So that when somebody calls your office asking if you do cosmetic dentistry or if you take their insurance or whatever the reason is, we're going to know how to seamlessly and in a very friendly way get them off the phone. And into the appointment book. Okay, I think that'll be enough for today. Please check out our website, mado.com, M A D O W.com. You can send me an email, rich, R I C H, at mado.com. And I hope to see you soon. I'm Dr. Richard Mado, co founder of the Mado Center for Dental Practice Success. And thanks for being with us on the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast. Bye for now.